My boy Devin, what's up, dude? Yo, how's it going, Caleb? Ah, oh, man, it's a uh, it's a good day. It's a good day. Yeah, um, yeah, lots well, of fun. For- We're gonna talk some football. For sure, for sure. Before we get into that, though, man, uh, you know, I already texted you this morning and told you, and we're recording, <laughs> you know, a day before this comes out. But happy Father's Day to you, yes. and, you know, any of the dads out there listening. Yes, happy Father's Day um, to all of the, the the fantastic dads, and thank you, sir. I appreciate that. And happy Father's Day to, uh, you know, all the people that have lost fathers in the past couple of years, man. It's definitely been tough through COVID and whatnot and just whatever else is going on. So happy Father's Day to those guys. Um, yeah, but, but dude, um, we're going to talk some uh, NFC South. We, we almost thought we were doing the North, but we're not. We're doing South. So <laughs> NFC South today, <laughs> we're going to do the breakdown. We're going to talk Carolina, New Orleans, Tampa, Atlanta, and just give you guys our thoughts. And then we'll pick a division winner. Um, but first things first, man, I know we've been talking about it a lot, but that's because it's just all over the place and I, I'm sure people are getting ticked off, but you know, I don't care. So we're just going to do it anyway, but there's some new stuff that's coming out. So we're just going to kind of keep up with the story as it has been kind of moving a little bit faster um, as as of late, but Deshaun Watson, new news uh, coming out. I shouldn't really say super new news. We knew this was going to Um, eventually take place but it sounds like the nfl has come out and asked their third party um administrator i guess that's kind of looking into um you know it's going to basically provide um what she thinks is a reasonable suspension for deshaun watson then obviously both parties have to agree Um, but the nfl is basically asking like we want this to be a maximum type of penalty, like we our suspension. We don't want this to be like a normal six or eight games type. So it sounds like they're pushing minimum a year um, from the NFL side, if not more. Uh, I haven't really heard much about the NFL PA, but I'm sure that they're probably trying to reduce that as much as possible because that's just what they're going to do because um, it's the Players Association. Um, but man, what are your thoughts on that, man? The NFL going for at least, it sounds like, you know, a pretty hefty suspension, um, for Deshaun Watson this year. Yeah. And I mean, we've talked about this time and time again. And I mean, I think a a hefty suspension needs to be in place. Like not only, you know, just for, you know, like women's rights and just what he did is wrong. I mean, I know innocent until proven guilty, but 26 cases now, and there's still, I I still feel like we're going to have more out. Um, the big thing that I keep thinking about with it, and I don't know, think I've mentioned this in this last episode we did. I know we've been talked about it so much just because it's happening, but it brings me back to thinking about Ben Roethlisberger. You know, he had the two counts, so two women, and he got a six-game suspension. So essentially, you're talking three-game suspension for each, each girl. Right. So you're talking almost 30 women now for Deshaun Watson. So you're talking, in my opinion, it should at least be a 90-game suspension. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's so, insane. That dude, that's a really interesting way to think about that. Yeah. Um, and at that point, shoot, what's the math on that, man? I didn't what eight, 18. Well, let's just say twenty games, you know. Just say if they make playoffs or so, what twenty games, you're talking four seasons, uh, a little over four seasons, more like five seasons with that. Yeah. I mean, so, if the, if you would count playoff games, because sometimes you're right. Some of those suspensions those, don't count that. So, yeah. Right. So you're talking, you know, five seasons in, if you go Sheesh. off. And like I said, 
And like I said, that's just basing it off of what Ben did. And once again, Ben wasn't found guilty in that case. You know, right. like, you know, it's kind of, it's a lot of the same situations here, you know, in a roundabout way. Um, obviously, each one had their own, you know, differences to it. But I mean, you had all these, you had, you had the women came out then. He got three games for each girl, basically, with that six game suspension. You almost have to honor and do something similar to that, in my opinion. I, I personally think anything uh, less than two years is just, is robbery. Like to anybody, like mm-hmm. any w- woman or any, you know, any kind of rights or anything, just with everything. It just, it just, like I said, two years minimum, I, th- I think is at least what he should get. Well, the reason I'm going to, here's why I'm going to agree with the two year thing is, I think for me, obviously, it needs to be a minimum a year. I, I mean, anything less than that, like like you said with the two, oh, yeah. it's just not yeah. it's not right. But the reason I want to go ahead and tack on the extra second year, and I say extra in the sense of, again, I firmly believe it needs to be a minimum a year. But I also want this dude to hurt for what he did. And he's not going to hurt this year because he ain't getting paid much this year. I want to see them tack on that second year so they actually take his freaking money away. Yeah, so no, agreed. I want to see him get hurt with that. Like, dude, what you did was wrong. And I'm sorry, you know, we we watched his interview the other day. Um, lots of solid points from, you know, other, uh, you know, broadcasters and, and uh, you know, people talking about it. But I'm going to be completely honest. Here's, here's my take. I watched that whole entire interview. That was garbage. He couldn't even answer some of the basic questions that people were asking him, you know, like, oh, is 67, 66 women accurate? I mean, that answering, watching him answer that question was so awkward. It was confusing. <laughs> like, it was so awkward. Yeah. And then the worst one to me was, you know, with all these women coming out and talking, you know, why should people believe you? And the first thing out of his mouth was, that's a great question. Coming off of the practice field or the football field is kind of hard to answer that. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Dude, you should be practicing that crap in the mirror, man. Like, why should yeah. people? Because it's the truth, you know? Okay. The fact that that wasn't his answer just makes me realize, dude, he did all of this. <laughs> yeah. He did all of this. So... You know, he's wanting to move on because he's screwed up. Okay, I get it. I want I want to be every, everybody be able to move on too. But he needs to hurt from this. And he needs yeah. to lose at least two years because he needs to get money taken away. And I guess mm-hmm. guarantee he ain't gonna make that stupid mistake again. You took forty five mil from the guy, you take forty five mil from anybody, you know. And on top of that, I I think that's also a good way to, for the Browns to get slapped in the face for this crap too. So for not yeah. doing their due diligence. Um and uh, reviewing all of this, like they said. So, let us know, guys. Obviously, this this stuff. So, as you know, as things comes out, we'll keep you guys posted. Um, but this is going to be crazy. From what it sounds like, uh, sometime in July. So we're looking at maybe two to three weeks. We should be hearing something regarding about how long the suspension is. Keep in mind for all of you guys that do not know how this suspension is going to work. Okay, it is basically going to be this lady. I forget her name. I apologize. Um, I'm sure she's not listening anyway, but I apologize. Um, but this lady is going to be making a formal, um, uh, basically saying this is how many games are going to be suspended. She's she is going to make that, and then mm-hmm. the NFL and then the NFL PA have the right to either agree to it or to appeal it. So both the parties have to agree. Past that, then Roger Goodell can basically either do you know because he's judge jury executioner for the NFL he can either add to it or keep it 
you know, what is what it is. So uh, that's how that's going to work. So we'll at least hear something in the next few weeks, which will be good for us. But to more um, fun stuff, (laughs) 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 stuff we actually really, really care about. Let's talk NFC South. And we're going to jump into New Orleans because we got a lot to talk about down here. Uh, New Orleans coming off a very uh, interesting season, to say the least. Um, They ended up finishing nine. No, do I have nine? Yeah, nine and eight. Is that right? Yeah, nine and eight. Um, Ended up having to uh, move Sean Payton as he quote-unquote retired, but then also somehow it's going to end up in Miami, but didn't. So (laughs) made some head coaching changes. Obviously, Jameis Winston being healthy. uh, They ended up bringing in Andy Dalton as backup. uh, I guess as just, you know, some sort of depth at that position because Winston yeah. has been <laughs> not very uh, healthy the past few years. Uh, Michael Thomas still dealing with some injuries, um, but this is where I really wanted to start. The wide receiver core. They brought in Jarvis Landry and they were able to draft draft Chris Olave. So let's just say for time's sake, this wide receiver core is not going to have Michael Thomas at the beginning of the year, because I know he is still dealing with injuries. They're saying that he should be able to make training camp. We'll see. Uh, and if he can't make training camp, how long will he be out? And even if he is going to be healthy for the first game, what what's really Michael Thomas going to be this year? We really don't know. Um, so let's, let's just look at Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave. How happy are you if you're a Saints fan um, going in with Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave, Marquez Calloway, maybe a fully healed, but hasn't played in over a year, Michael Thomas as your wide receiver core. Well, I mean, the other one in there too, that you got to kind of have to factor in is they do still have Trey Con Smith as well. They just True. re-signed him to that one year deal, um, which his first year um, with them, or I guess two years ago, whatever year that would have been for him. He had a pretty good season. Um, he had a little bit of flashes here and there. Um, granted, I think that was the last season for breeze. Um, so obviously that's going to factor into, you know, to him playing well or not playing well too. True. You know, compared to the Taysom Hill project last year and Winston when he was healthy. Um, but I think bringing in Jarvis Landry was huge for them just because it really gives them that leadership and somebody that can make big plays if needed. Um, I think Olave is going to be able to stretch the field out for him some. Um, but I mean, the the biggest thing when it comes to this receiving core is, you know, like you said, is Michael Thomas going to be able to play this year? Are we going to see without him again? Is he going to, you know, a few weeks, what, but the other question, and I mean, it, it's not really receiving, but it is receiving is what kind of suspension are we going to see on Kamara? Because let's yeah. be honest, he's, he's going to be one of the, your main, you know, uh, pass catchers in this uh, field too. Um, you know, he, he's been absolutely insane his whole career. Um, catching out of the backfield, you know, Drew Brees was able to toss it off to him and he just did magical things with it. And, you know, we're probably facing what a six to eight game suspension on him as well. Um, so that's going to really hurt that offense too. You know, it, it's really going to factor into what kind of suspension he's facing and what Thomas, you know, health wise looks like um, on really what this offense is really going to be able to do in my opinion. Yeah, man. I mean, this offense to me is just all over the place. I mean, I'm trying to think, you know, so obviously the whole time Drew Brees was down there, you at least had an all-star quarterback, you know, an MVP type um, player at the quarterback position every year. So you're always kind of like, well, the Saints are going to be in it, you know, because just because of Drew Brees, you know, because that's just this year, man. I mean, Michael Thomas coming off an injury, 
They're, again, expecting him to be ready for training camp. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. Alvin Kamara, we don't know what's going to happen there. We have to wait till August, I think is this court date, to see what's going to happen there. And honestly, a lot of that's being overshadowed by all this Deshaun Watson stuff. Agreed, agreed. So, like, the NFL's not really talking about it. So, I'm, I'm not going to be shocked, by the way, if somehow that doesn't slip through the cracks. <laughs> And he doesn't yeah. get suspended. Um, right. Like, let's just be honest. Like that, that could easily happen. Uh, but again, that was also, you know what he bought, he beat up somebody in a bar, right? Was that, wasn't that it? Like yeah. it was in a bar right before the pro bowl game. Right. And cops ate outside of the pro bowl waiting for the game to get over before they arrested him or, you know, brought him in for the charges or whatever. Yeah. Which is crap, by the way, if you, yeah. If, oh yeah. I, I'm sorry. Insane. That's just it, high profile. Like, but, yeah, and it's one of the things we've talked about too. You know, if it hurts their money, that's when you know the NFL is going to do something about it. And we've already seen, you know, in this almost identical case, in a sense, Kareem Hunt beating someone up barely gets you know a slap on the wrist. Mm-hmm. You know, so Tyreek Hill, but yeah, yeah, you know, so that's why I think six games is probably the most he gets because that's just what they kind of seem on par to do. Yeah, um, but I, I agree with everything else going on with you know the whole betting thing with uh Ridley and yeah. now this whole you know the whole scandal with uh Watson I mean it, it's very possible Kamara could you know just slip through the cracks with it yeah I mean we still have all the stuff going on with Washington there's just a lot of stuff going on right now in the NFL yeah. so I, yeah. I would be I wouldn't be surprised if somehow this this go uh gets missed but even then you know you, like I said so you even if you have Kamara and you have Michael Thomas a healthy Michael Thomas you still got Jameis Winston at quarterback which I know you know, my buddy James, my brother-in-law James, he's a huge Jameis Winston fan. I like Winston too. When, I don't know why. Guy. I just don't know. I, I, there's nothing. There's nothing that what? sits there and be like. It, not only okay. So if we're talking fantasy relevance, Jameis Winston will be fine for you. Okay, I get that. Yeah. But if I'm talking about an actual NFL team, I do not believe Jameis Winston is one of the top 32 quarterbacks in the NFL. Here's the only reason I like Winston. Okay. One, I, I granted, I do like Ian book. I do like their third string guy being a Notre Dame fan. I like book. Of course. Um, Dal- Dalton Dalton's old. Dalton's not a factor in this, you know, like Dalton's just a veteran presence to help kind of help Winston along the ways, you know, even though Winston's, you know, kind of a veteran, I guess you'd say, and maybe to help out with book too. But Winston, I still always go back and I know 30 interceptions is absolutely ridiculous and insane, but 5,000 plus yards and 30 touchdowns that same season. Like those are still like prolific numbers in a sense. Like it is, you know, and the thing is he, he, he's got to learn, um, what he would have said. What was it? One year with, uh, breeze. Yeah. He was on the right. So you got to learn a little there. Um, he had already left Tampa before Brady showed up, right? Yep. Oh yeah. Okay, that's what I, I, I was thinking. He had, um, but he got to learn under Breeze for a year. Um, last year, I don't think he really got like he had some games where he looked decent, but last year they you it's so hard to get any kind of rhythm going as a quarterback when you start getting a good drive and they're like, all right, Taysom Hill, get in there, go go quarterback us here real quick. And doing that whole like change of pace, trying to throw the defenses off. What that's really doing is it's messing your offense up because you have two completely different play styles that your, your offense is having to shift back and forth from. Your offensive line is having to figure out, okay, we have to do this. Okay, we we've got a quarterback that can, you know, do this in the pocket, but now we have this guy that can do this in the pot, and it just it throws off any kind of chemistry that you're going to be able to have. 
Well, and to where it's that's done now. Right, exactly. That's what I'm getting at with Hill now yeah. being officially tight end only. Yep. Um, what he's second on the depth chart behind yep. Troutman. Yep. Um, I think if Winston is healthy, I think especially with you know being able to get a rhythm going. Um, you know, obviously, if he can have Michael Thomas, that's going to obviously help him out hugely. Um, but if he is healthy with some of the things that they have there and the fact that, you know, of what Breeze did and what kind of already taught that offense to be able to do, I think Winston could have a huge year. Yeah. I mean, there's just the big thing for me is just what, what kind of Jameis Winston are we going to see? You know, exactly. I mean, are we going to see a a 30 touchdown, 30 interception, 5,000 yards guy? I mean, even then, like that's not going to get the saints to a championship. So yeah, that's going to be great and awesome for fantasy. And it's probably going to be really good for some, you know, but you know, keep in mind, like Jameis Winston to me was just always a guy that's like, he's either going to win you a game or he's going to lose you a game. But no matter what happens, it's going to be on him, right? Like he's going to be that factor and he's either going to blow it. And and every time he blew a game or won a game, he blew a game, you know, like, he, yeah. I mean, that's just how I looked at it. Like I just remember watching a game. He threw for five touchdowns. I'm like, dude, this guy is on fire. Literally mm-hmm. the very next week, he threw five interceptions and no touchdowns. And right. I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> and And that's yeah. it. And like, that was the last time he was really, you know, super duper relevant. Now I know, um, let me pull his stats up real quick. I know when we were just looking, uh, Jameson, um, when he played before he got hurt that one year, nah, was it wasn't last year, right? Uh, uh, last year. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm pulling up here with you too. Uh, yeah. Seven games. So, you know, he wasn't, he he was doing a lot better. 14 touchdowns of three interceptions for 1100 yards, you know, it's not bad at all. You know, I mean, not bad. I mean, in, in this instance, even where he only played seven games, his, uh, rank was 32, which means he was in the top 32 with just seven games. So again, it's, seven games yeah. it's, it's, again, it's not terrible. He only had one, uh, he had one fumble lost. Uh, he had one rushing touchdown, which was, which was great. Uh, he ended up, he only, he almost had 200 yards on the rush on the season. So if he comes out and plays anything like that, this coming year, watch out, man. He could be legit. I mean, my thing for for me to like Jameis Winston and the Saints this year, he has to stay under 15 interceptions. 15 or under is what I'm going to go with. Now, I am reading here. I guess this was 20 days ago, but OTAs, they are saying he uh, was seen moving with a visible limp and he's struggling to push the ball down the field because of it. So, you know, like that that's going to really factor into the, you know, what he's even able to do. Cause yeah. I mean, if he's not able to, you know, get a lot of pressure off on that, you know, I don't know if it's his uh, push off foot or, you know, land foot there, but like, I mean, it's obviously going to, you know, make a difference on what he is going to be able to do. Mm-hmm. Um, which obviously is going to factor into, you know, Olave really being able to be a good slant guy for him and, you know, Kamara being able to be there to dump it off to, if that's the case for the first few weeks, you know? Yeah, man. I mean, it's an ACL tear, so it, you don't always come back fast. Some people exactly. do, some people don't. Yeah, right. not everyone's Cam Akers. <laughs> or, yeah, that is true. That was ridiculous. Let's go ahead and jump over to Carolina. This should go fairly fast um, because there's not a lot that excites me <laughs> about Carolina. Uh, but uh, let's start Let's start here. Let's just start at the quarterback position. Obviously, they drafted Matt Corral. Uh, I do not have a problem with Matt Corral. 
Um, I'm actually a big fan of him coming out of Old Miss. Watched him playing down at Long Beach Poly. He is a guy that can throw the ball downfield very, very well. He's got pretty decent accuracy, um, and he's very mobile. He also plays very, very tough. He's a tough guy. Um, the one thing that we do have to just you know be completely open and honest with because it's already come into effect so far this year is his off the field issues as far as um you know some of the mental um health issues that he has dealt with um you know things like that so i just hope he can get that figured out before we get too far down the road and then he's not going to be able to be successful i really want him to be able to be successful uh obviously sam darnold is still there and there are still talks that if baker mayfield gets dropped finally from the Browns that he could still find his way to Carolina. Which I'm hearing, uh, I read a report yesterday that the Browns now supposedly are saying that they will eat up to 50% of his contract. They got to do can something, find man. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> they know so, they got to get rid of him. Um, yep. <laughs> so it doesn't, doesn't matter. You got to do something. So the, again, I don't think, bec- because these teams know, I mean, the Browns did, the, this is really stupid. What the Browns did is they went and got Watson and then realized, oh, we need to trade this guy, you know, and now you're stuck because everybody knows like, well, you just got to Deshaun Watson. You're not going to, you're going to have to drop him. So everybody's just going to wait. Uh, but I think as we get closer to training camp, something's going to, something's going to happen here. Uh, Cause otherwise they're going to have to start paying them and whatnot. And they're not going to want to do it. Yeah. But I mean, here's my thing though, is let's just be, let's just stop right there for a second. Just take a few minutes here. Would you rather have Baker Mayfield over Sam Darnold? I mean, and you know, we've, we've talked about this too. Um, don't get me wrong. I like Baker. Um, I think that he has made some big plays. He's obviously, he did great things in Cleveland for what they're used to at the quarterback position. <laughs> I like um, how you said that for what they're used to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well done. Well but, done. I mean, but Darnold, man, like, I th- I think Darnold just kind of drew the short end of the stick. Yeah. Um. Getting getting drafted by the Jets, you know that offense being an absolute disaster, not being ready, you know it just it it really hurt his um, it really hurt his style as far as learning what the speed of the NFL is because he never really had a chance to do anything with that team. Mm-hmm. And then you know last year you know he you know starts for Carolina, um, and then they ended up bringing back uh, Cam Newton right to mm-hmm. uh, end up playing some, but like. The problem for Darnold last year, in my opinion, was they had a lot of injuries. I mean, obviously CMC was, you know, they, they tried to make the comebacks for CMC. He comes out there, hurts himself again. You know, that just absolutely destroys after the, he was, you know, confidence. Yeah, team. After he was dominant in that game as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, he goes, he goes to make that one little shifty move and just immediately you knew it. Like yep. you could just tell he, he was like, something's not right. Um, but like, as far as it goes, the only problem I have with Darnold is because of that and everything else, I feel like his confidence has been shook now mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem like the team is behind him. And I know it sounds to me from the rumors and stuff that I'm kind of hearing is it sounds like if Baker ends up in Carolina, though, it sounds like they're losing one of their weapons because Robbie Anderson keeps talking about how or he retirement. doesn't want Baker yeah. and he's talking about retirement. Exactly. Yeah. So like, I mean, you have a pretty good starting three there with DJ Moore, Anderson and Terrace Marshall, um, you know, as far as a, you know, receiving core goes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if, if you go and lose Anderson, I mean, you will have what maybe Rashard Higgins to maybe slide into that role. Brandon Zalistra, like you don't really have an, another option really. That's going to really, fit well in that role. Well, luckily um, though, Rashard Higgins and Mayfield at least have a connection already. I guess but that still, is true too. So still. you, you would have that, but yeah. 
Um, he ain't the, Robbie I Anderson. Think the, no, exactly. <laughs> um, I think the big thing for this team is going to be, is, you know, CMC healthy. And if so, I don't think it really matters what quarterback they have. I think they're going to be able to find a way to, you know, get the wins where they need in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just because that's just who CMC is like right. that dude is an absolute animal when he plays. And I mean, it takes me back to last year. Um, look at the Colts with, you know, Wentz. Wentz had some decent games, but Wentz had some bad games, but we were able to put all, us on the back of Jonathan Taylor. If you have a running back that can really do that, which CMC obviously is that guy in the receiving and rushing game, um, you know, I, I think that that really is going to help set the pace. And even if they keep Darnold and they don't go and get Baker with CMC being healthy, I think that's just going to help Darnold's confidence and help Darnold because he's always going to know if anything I can hand the ball off or I can do a quick little dish here and CMC's got my back. Yeah. I mean, and they try to replace him. They try to replace CMC a little bit, you know, bringing in Deonta Foreman and pairing him with a Chubba Hubbard. You can kind Mm -hmm. of almost replace somebody that can run between the tackles and still catch, you know, between between the two. Um, It's Mm -hmm. still not CMC at all, but they still brought, you know, a big back end who honestly last year, you know, down in Tennessee was able to come in and and play very well when Derrick Henry went down. So yeah, they also brought a huge, I think this is a huge signing because I was a big fan of him when he was playing with the Rams, but Austin Corbett over from the Rams to play at right guard, which is really going to kind of solidify this offensive line that they're trying to rebuild by getting also Iku Iquanu and the draft. And now this, this makeshift offensive line from last year, you know, they're now moving, you know, uh, Pat off. I can always say his last name, Eflin, um, who was playing center last year is now going to left guard where he's more natural. And they brought in Bradley Bozeman, um, to play center who also happens to play guard as well. So now, now they're taking this offensive line that was really, really bad last year and really kind of putting some pieces together that can, you know, be very core pieces for this, this line moving forward. I'm not really worried about Robbie Anderson retiring. I mean, Robbie Anderson hasn't been fantastic anyway, but he is a, he is a good wide receiver. He's just not been fantasy relevant and he really had a drop off season last year. But for some reason, I don't know what the back end story is, but he does not like Baker Mayfield. He wants, he does not want him there. And, and Baker still has the option. I shouldn't say he has the option, but the uh, Seahawks are also looking. So we'll, we'll have to see. I mean, he could go to either one of these teams, but to me, Coming full circle on this, I still feel like if you go back to the drafts, Sam Darnold was more highly rated than Baker. Baker was mm-hmm. Baker was a surprise being taken first overall. Yeah. You know, so Sam Darnold, I, I do think would be the better quarterback. And he did got the crap into the stick, having Adam Gase as a head coach and then having to play for uh-huh. the Jets. I mean, the dude had four, I think four head coaches in four years. Like, I mean, he's not been able to stay and he's not been healthy. The dude needs to be healthy, you know? So if he can stay healthy this year, I would rather roll with Sam Darnold. And I mean, Matt rules come out already and said like, if the season started today, which it's not, he would be our quarterback as he is making huge strides. We'll just right. have to kind of wait and see. Um, what's going to happen. They did also try to solidify this defense that was actually not terrible, all things considered last year, but their secondary needed some help. They brought in Xavier Woods from Minnesota, which I think is definitely going to help solidify that back end secondary. Um, But 
I mean, Carolina's it's it's rebuilding, man. I mean, Matt Crowell could be the quarterback of the future. We'll have to wait and see. I mean, dude, if Sam Darnold has a has a big year, don't forget he's only twenty five. <laughs> so yeah, like, exactly. Like, yeah, it's not like we're talking about a twenty eight year old quarterback here. We're talking about a twenty five year old. So there is a chance that he can still be, you know, a quarterback if that he plays there. well yeah. for ten years. Yep. So, yep. you know, we'll just kind of have to we'll have to wait and see, but. um, that's it, man. You got anything else you want to add about uh, the Panthers? No, man, that, that, that pretty much covers it. Like I said, I mean, uh, you know, as we all know, I mean, it, it really is going to vary on CMC, you know, that's kind of the big yeah. thing with that offense. Um, I, I agree though. I don't think Baker's the move for them. Um, I think Baker would be better off in Seattle. Um, to be honest with you, what I almost see happening is Baker getting moved to Seattle mm-hmm. and I almost see Jimmy G getting moved to Cleveland. Well, Cleveland doesn't need him. Yeah, but I mean, are you really going to, I mean, and I'm not docking him here because, you know, he was a quarterback for us, but are you really going to want to go with a guy like um, Brissett as your quarterback when you have basically every other option there in the event that, you know, Deshaun Watson is done? Yeah, maybe. But I mean, yeah, because they also have Joshua Dobbs there that they signed. Right, but Both, I just... But, I mean, neither one of them are going to be great. Now, if Deshaun if Watson gets hit for the season, yeah, there's a chance that they could take Jimmy G right. for this year. That, 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 that's why I'm saying is for a season... Like, Brissett's not a bad guy. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, Brissett done good things with the Colts, and he was decent with there in Miami when needed to be. Um, I just think that when you have an offense that's at the caliber that Cleveland could be at mm-hmm. and you have a, you know, you're and you're obviously you're losing Baker. Baker's not playing for you. So that's just kind of where I'm kind of looking at with it is where I almost see the quarterback shift could go. Yeah, that's actually interesting. I haven't, I haven't thought about that. Well, I mean, obviously we'll talk more about it when we do our AFC North coming up, right, but, right. but yeah, I mean, that's, that would be, that would be interesting. So, um, all right, guys, let us know what you guys think of our NFC South where we talked about New Orleans and Carolina. Next episode, we're going to talk about Atlanta and Tampa, and then we're going to give you guys who we think is going to, you know, our rankings of who's going to win this division. You might be shocked at what we might choose. So definitely stay tuned. Um, If you have any questions or you want to reach out to us, let us know your guys' thoughts about Carolina or New Orleans, or if you guys think that what we said was crap. You can also follow us at the Football Monsters FB and all of our social media pages. So uh, we'll check you guys next time. So thanks again for listening to an episode of the Football Monsters podcast. And we'll see you in a little bit. Oh, guys. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not heater on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. Yeah. I can be rude, in the mood. I can be rotten. I can be cool, man, like a fool, but never forgotten. Creeping in the dark, waiting for you. Yeah, I feel like a monster.